Hello and welcome to level 53 of Three Extra Lives, a video game and trivia podcast. I'm your host Tom Knight, welcome back to another level, it's good to have you here. Before we get started I just want to remind you that if you are enjoying the show, if you like a bit of Three Extra Lives pie every week in your podcasting ears, then I do have a Patreon over at patreon.com forward slash Three Extra Lives, I do post additional content there for my Patreonies, and you think, hey, I'd like to support this podcast a little more, then head over there and you'll unlock some behind the scenes stuff, some other content from me that I don't post anywhere else. That can be the thought process behind something or little teasers about upcoming projects that I'm working on. Sometimes I release episodes early over there. It's a bit of a mixed bag of all things good. That's patreon.com forward slash three actual lives. And with that out of the way, let's get on with the show. Now, if you were here in the very, very, very early days of three actual lives, I'm talking level two of three actual lives. You might remember I talked about a certain giraffe known as Lord Winklebottom. Yes, Lord Winklebottom. We're talking about Lord Winklebottom again because it's been a while and I figured why not? Because as part of the Gorilla Collective event and now with the Steam Game Festival Summer Edition, there's a bit more information about Lord Winklebottom coming out. That includes a new character reveal of Ambrose the Butler, who is a sloth. And just to confirm that if you don't know what Lord Winklebottom is, Lord Winklebottom Investigates was a game that was on Kickstarter. It got funded back in 2019. And it's a game set in the 1920s. You have the main protagonist, Lord Winklebottom, who is a giraffe with his trusty sidekick, Dr. Frumple. And they are heading off to the island of Bahast, where they are going to be solving a murder most foul. And it's a point and click adventure game. There's mystery, there's puzzles. It's all that kind of stuff that you know and love. And coinciding with this as well was a special preview demo which is available on Steam. If you head over there, Lord Winklebottom Investigates, you will find this special preview demo, which gives you a sneak peek into the opening series of events in this game. And I have to say, I had the privilege of streaming this and being joined by the developer from Cave Monsters, Charlotte Summerland, who helped me through the opening puzzles. I did get stuck a couple of times, but I have to say it was really entertaining to finally get my hands on this game. I know there have been demos circulating about for a while now, but this one coincided with these events and I thought it's time to have a taste of Winklebottom, you know, have a taste of it. And I have to say this has made me just even more hyped for a game I was already hyped for. I have to say that I think people watching the stream as well were in the same kind of mood of just how delightfully witty and funny this game is. The British humor is rife in this game but it's executed in such a charming way that you just want more of it and it's a really exciting project it's so so warming and the puzzles are quite tricky i mean it's not so difficult that you can't solve them even though i did get some help from the developer which you know i'm not gonna say no to backseat driving from the developer because that's awesome to even have 
them in your stream while you're playing their game. It, it's, it's a very, very cool feeling. All I'll say is just take your time, make sure you're talking to everyone, getting all the information, and the puzzles felt really, really clever to start off with. Not so hard that I think you'd be unable to solve them, but not really simplistic that you'd be like, oh yeah, you know, this doesn't really take any sort of thinking. It's It was a really nice balance. And even though, yes, I did get help, I still think that's at a really nice spot. And I'm hoping it kind of continues that level of puzzle difficulty throughout. The planned release date for this game now is quarter one of 2021. Obviously these dates can change and with state of the world right now, things definitely can change but that's what it's penciled in for but I just wanted to say if you remember me talking about Lord Winklebottom even if you don't definitely go check out that demo on Steam it is a lot of fun and it gives you an insight to the world of Lord Winklebottom it will take you about I'd say it take you about 30 minutes if you're really good or if you're like me an hour or so to get through so it's a nice taste of Winklebottom go over there and get your taste too that's Lord Winklebottom Investigates by Cave Monsters. Go check the demo. What, what, tally-ho. It's trivia time. So I was talking about Lord Winklebottom. And if you remember, level two, we were like, nope, no video game question. We're going to give you a giraffe question. Well, giraffe trivia is back. Here we go. Giraffe, sleep standing up. True or false? The correct answer is true. Giraffes spend most of their life standing up. They even sleep and give birth standing up. If you got that one right, give yourself an extra life. Next up of three extra lives, I did that thing again where I drift away and think of memories of video games. Video games I played when I was young. Video games. Yes, the good old days. And actually, that was me thinking about when I used to play arcade games because that's something I don't really do these days. When I was younger, I remember that my parents had like a social club that they would go to a lot and I would go with them in the social club. There was this ever-present arcade machine spot that got updated from time to time and that was very exciting. It was like getting a new game, but it was in a location that wasn't your house and you had to put money in to play it. But I remember going to the social club and being just so excited to hit up the arcade machine, the one sole arcade machine. And that introduced me to the 1989 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade game, which was your side-scrolling beat-em-up game by Konomi. And that also led into the Simpsons arcade game as well, which came out in 1991. and. I have a lot of fond memories of just piling in those coins into those machines and trying to beat those games. And you know what? Never did. Never beat those games. You always get to a point where you, you got quite far and then you just ran out of lives and that was it. You had to even put more money in, which as a young person, you know, you didn't have a finite amount of and then you'd run out of money and that was your game over. And as years go by, you always have that fondness for arcade machines. I remember a, a trip in my early, my very early teens where we were over at a seaside resort in England and there was an arcade at the caravan park we were staying at and one of the games there that people were queuing to get on 
was Dance Dance Revolution. Now this was a few years after Dance Dance Revolution had just come out of the arcades because that was first released in 1998 but this was just after the 2000s so it was still relatively new in that space and people were queuing to get on it and I'll always remember just waiting to get your chance to do your dancing get your groove on not only was there like crowds of people watching you which you know, was a little bit scary a little bit pressure on you there to perform but I also remember just people behind you were simulating the moves that you were doing on Dance Dance Revolution. Now, if you've never heard of Dance Dance Revolution or played Dance Dance Revolution, it's basically a game where you're dancing, obviously, and the the buttons you press are on the floor. There are arrows on the ground that you have to do in time with the beat of the music, and it's indicated on screen. It's various difficulties. It can get pretty insane. And you have people behind you simulating the moves that you were supposed to do they were actually like playing the game without playing the game and it was a way for people to practice their rhythm and i'll just never forget just the hordes of people that were waiting to get on this machine because it was so new it was so different from anything that we'd experienced before and then just over the years just going into an arcade being on holiday with my family when i was younger it was also the likes of virtual striker which i always loved playing it was a game that came out on the dreamcast as well but i remember getting good enough to beat that that I beat the end team that it started again so I literally had a free game and that's kind of the only arcade game I think I can remember that I've managed to play all the way through and then start the cycle again which I think is quite a rarity in arcades because I don't think they're they're I think they're supposed to be tough that you don't beat them without putting in a lot of coins and it also makes me think back of just watching people play the likes of Street Fighter 2 which that is a game that I was obsessed with just whenever you see somebody playing it in an arcade that was like oh my goodness i gotta watch this because i want to see them get to that special zone where they have to beat up a car and destroy a car or there it was the bonus levels i think that i was mesmerized with because this was just like a fighting game with these bonus levels thrown in that were just something i had never really encountered before when when i was a lot younger and it just seemed to be an extension of that game it wasn't just a fighting game there was these bonus levels that kind of blew my mind because you didn't see them all the time and now whenever i walk into an arcade you you see those classics don't you like time crisis the one with the the foot pedal where you hold it down to take cover and those light gun games are also really really cool you've got like the house of dead and other titles like that that make use of the light gun feature and arcades for me will always have a special place in my heart i've i have a dream of just opening an arcade for myself one day i mean not just for myself you can come to listener you can come to and it's something that i think i would love to just experience again and i know where i live in ireland it's just not a big thing there's still some at seaside towns and i think that's always going to be a thing but just having that place dedicated to just arcade machines and the classic machines that we used to play I, I would i would love that i mean it would be incredible i'd love to know if you have any great arcade memories of games that you've played that hold a special place in your heart because i know it's not really something that happens these days but is there an arcade machine out there that whenever you see it, you're just like yes i have to go throw a few pounds into that or a few dollars into that and have a game because it just brings back so many nostalgic memories and wow arcades they, they were great they were tough they ate so much of my pocket money but you know what i wouldn't have had it any other way it's trivia time 
So I was talking about arcades, and here we go with an arcade question. Which of these are considered the first arcade machine ever released? Computer space, Pong or Tank? The correct answer is computer space. Computer space is considered the first ever arcade machine created by Nolan Bushnell and Ted Dabney under Sinji Engineering in 1971. The machine is held up as the first commercially produced video game and its creators went on to found Atari together in 1972. If you got that one right, give yourself an extra life. And finally, on this level of three extra lives, just have to say that The Simpsons have done it again. Yes, because if you watch The Simpsons or you have watched The Simpsons in the past, you'll know they have this weird thing where somehow they manage to predict stuff that happens. I mean, okay, if you put out that many episodes, what are we in now? I think we're in like season 31 of The Simpsons, over 600 episodes in 2020. And you're bound to predict something, right? And that's been the case with them predicting the likes of the Super Bowl winner for Super Bowl 26, Disney buying 20th Century Fox, smartwatches, even the Beatles sending belated fan mail, video chatting, the Ebola outbreak, a baby translator, and a certain 45th president of the United States of America. So, why am I bringing this up? Because yes, they've done it again. They've done it again. Well, kind of. Not exactly. Because if you head over to itch.io right now and check out a game called The Carvello's Putting Challenge, which comes from an episode of The Simpsons, Season 7, Episode 11, aired back on the 24th of December, 1995. That doesn't make you feel old. I don't know what does. And this was basically an episode where... Bart gets caught shoplifting, and there's a redemption arc in there where he's barred from a store. Anyway, Bart ends up giving a Christmas present, which Marge thinks he's stolen, but he hasn't. He's paid for it all of his own money, and she's so happy that she buys him a video game. And there's a video game that just came out in Springfield, or the Simpsons world, called Bone Storm, which is like a brutal little fighting game. Anyway, Marge doesn't get him that because it's all sold out. She gives him a copy of... Lee Carvello's putting challenge, which is a really lame golf game where you have some options to putt a ball on the green. And in the specific clip that you get in the credits of this episode, you see Lee Carvello and he's on the green and Bart's selecting a driver and ends up hitting the ball into the car park. And it's it's such a small little gimmick that someone's decided to actually turn it into a, a game. I mean, it's a very small game and it will take you a few minutes to explore but it's really cool it's so accurate and it's it's the exact carbon copy of what happened in the episode as well it's even been endorsed by bill oakley who was a showrunner of the simpsons as well so head over to itch.io if you are a fan of the simpsons you'll instantly remember this well you should do i'm on a binge watch of rewatching every episode of the simpsons right now and i seem to have some sort of weird memory of everything I've seen so far. I don't know how much Simpsons I watched when I was younger, but it must have been a lot because I'm quoting stuff, I'm 
remembering it all. It's all in my brain, and it's it's so funny. But yes, if you're a Simpson fan, go check this out. Even if you're not, you're curious, go check out the episode even and check this out as well. It's so well done over on itch.io. You can even play it straight in your browser. And it's created by Aaron Dementor over there on itch.io. Definitely gave me a chuckle. And it's 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 worth a few minutes of your time. I'll definitely say that. It's trivia time. So I was talking about The Simpsons, and here we go with a fill the blank. Heavily inspired by Grand Theft Auto, can you name this 2003 video game from The Simpsons franchise? The Simpsons hit and donuts. Run. Miss. The correct answer is The Simpsons Hit and Run. Did you get that one right? If you did, give yourself an extra life. And we have reached the end again. How did you do on the trivia this week? Why not let me know on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, over at 3 Extra Lives. Always love to know how you're doing on the trivia. Please keep me up to date. And if you have anything you'd like to talk about, anything you want to bring to my attention, you can tag me on social or you can email the show at podcast at 3extralifes.com. Always love to hear from you. Like always, everything I mentioned on this level of 3 Extra Lives will be over at 3extralifes.com. Links to everything I've mentioned so you don't have to go looking. And that brings us to the end once more. Thank you very much for tuning in. And I will see you all in level 54. Welcome to Lee Carvello's Putting Challenge. I am Carvello. Now, choose a club. You have chosen a three-wood. May I suggest a putter? Three-wood. Now enter the force of your swing. I suggest feathered touch. You have entered power drive. Now, push seven, eight, seven to swing. Ball is in. Parking lot. Would you like to play again? You have selected no.